Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For the Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life. Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it. We are so glad to have you here with us. At the age 36, J.K. Rowling published her first Harry Potter book. At 40, Vera Wang decided to be a designer. At 62, Harlan Sanders franchised KFC. And there are stories of people who have climbed mountains, wrote books, ran marathons in their 70s and 80s. We've learned that too often we can hold ourselves back from becoming more because we allow limited thoughts to control us. If any of these people would have listened to excuses like, I have no experience, I'm too old, and starting something new is difficult, they wouldn't have leaned into their full potential. Today, Jordan and I are going to encourage you to know there is no perfect time to start, and the only moment we have is right now. This year, I've been diving into first for myself, and these are things that you know I didn't have experience doing before, but I didn't want that to hold me back from getting started. So one of them is to learn how to golf, with my goal being able to play in a charity golf outing this summer. So this is something that Jordan and I have been working on weekly at the golf range, you know, learning all of the techniques. Like I said about the people I mentioned earlier in the podcast, that too often we can hold ourselves back because of our age or our lack of experience at that time. And I think that it's important for us to remember that every great person started somewhere. And it's just taking that leap of faith and trying something new and I guess you can say like embracing the suck because everybody who starts something on day one, they're not who they have become to be. So any runner, any athlete, any person who has done something great, they've all started on day one and took those first steps to be able to become who they are right now and as you know them to be. So just as Ashley said, talking about day one, to not stay on the golf subject for too long. I'm someone who has been golfing for about 12 years now. And so right off the bat, Ashley can look at me and say, well, you know, you know what you're doing and you can teach me because I have to look at you and see all this and that. But the the truth is that I also had my day one when I started. And when I started, I was looking at my dad and brother and my cousins just saying, I want to learn how to golf like that. I can't wait to be good and to go out and enjoy it the way they do. But you have to remember when I started that it was all about learning and finding out how I could find my own way of playing. Everybody has their day one and they start somewhere. But if Ashley were to look at me and say, you know, you're so much better, I'll never get there. I don't even want to try because I'm just having such a hard time. Then that would just be the roadblock and she would never get over it. You have to understand that everyone who is doing anything or who is great at what they do, they had to start with little to no experience at all. And everybody on their day one is nowhere near where they are day 12 or 15 or day 800 down the line. So everybody has that starting point and no matter where you are, it's never too late to pick up and start something. Whether it's something that you have a little bit of experience that you want to just dive in a little bit deeper or if it's something completely outside of your comfort zone that you want to jump into and see where you go. Yeah, I think along the way people can become discouraged when they look around at other people and just seeing like how far they've come, but you don't see the work that was put into, you know, where they are in that moment right now. So like I said, for the people that we mentioned earlier, like for them to become who they are, but you didn't see them on day one and day 12, like Jordan said. So I think it's important for us to, instead of looking around and comparing ourselves in our progress, 
progress in our journey to others, know that your journey is your own and that you are at this place for a reason because great things can come at any point in life. And one thing that I always remember is my grandpa, even at the age of 92, he would say, it ain't over till it's over. So I think that it's important for us all to reflect on this message and know that every single day we wake up is a new chance, a new opportunity to step into something new and fulfill the dreams that we have in our heart. One piece of advice I would give is if you have someone that you look up to in whatever area, maybe it's a writer, an author, a, an actor, I would say to take a look at their background, see what you can find out about their life before doing what they did. Not a lot of people dive into the back story of how this person came to be who they are. A lot of people that I look into, especially actors that I enjoy, a lot of them didn't really get their start or, or big screen moment until they were maybe in their 20s or their 30s. And some of them didn't even start acting until right about that time as well. They had different plans for their life. They were working in different careers. And the common theme that we talk about is they just were not happy. They didn't enjoy what they were doing. So they thought about what is going to bring me happiness? What's something I've always wanted to try? that I never thought I'd be able to do. And they just dive in and they go for it. And along those lines, I mean, a lot of people will dive into something and find out that's still not for them. But that's not something that deters you and tells you that you need to stop trying. If it's something that's not working for you, then maybe you're meant for something else. It's never too late to try anything. It's never too late to try something new, to give your best hand at anything you can put your mind to. Another key factor that I always remind myself is that we shouldn't always wait for the perfect time because too often we can think about, well, when the circumstances are better or when they change, then I will make this happen. You know, I will start a new hobby when I have enough time or I'll wait until the new year to make it happen or when the circumstances are right with my finances, then I will start something new. So I think that waiting for the perfect time or the perfect moment is something that people live with their whole lives. And then, like I said, all of a sudden you wake up one day and your life is your life and it goes by so quickly. So I think that the days that we are given, we have to take and make the most of and make it count because the last thing that you want to do is wake up one morning at the end of your life and say, well, I wish I would have tried these things because the last thing that you want to think about are the regrets of the things that you just never tried. For the longest time, something that I've shared with before is I've always wanted to write a book. So growing up as a kid, it was something that I had in my mind that I knew that I wanted to do. I just wasn't sure what that would look like or when it would happen. So this last fall, it was something that was just reoccurring in my heart. And I knew, like as I mentioned, there wouldn't be a perfect time to start, that it takes time and work and effort. But I knew that it would be one thing that at the end of my life, I would regret not doing. So I sat down and I began mapping out and planning what that would look like to be able to get me from the starting point to where I wanted to be by publishing the book. So this is something, like I said, that has been in my heart for many years. And I knew that if I was waiting for the perfect time, which in my mind, it was to be able to have more time to be able to sit down, write, edit, and get everything all together, you know, that time may not come. So it was just being intentional about getting started. So just like in this situation, I encourage you to take that step towards something that has always been in your heart that you have always wanted to do. I've read that we have two different mindsets in life and it differs from person to person. We can have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And we have the ability to cultivate that 
however we are able to throughout our lives. A person with a fixed mindset believes that people are born with special talents and that every person has a different ability and intelligence that really cannot get any better with time, persistence, and effort. And on the other hand, someone who has a growth mindset believes that they have their own freedom to be able to cultivate and develop these talents with effort and hard work. Some of the key differences between a fixed mindset and growth mindset, a fixed mindset is limiting. So often you would think about thoughts of avoiding challenges, giving up easily, feeling threatened by the success of others, ignoring negative feedback, even though it may be highly relevant and useful, avoiding new experiences because of the fear of failure, and looking for people who can reinforce your self-esteem. And a growth mindset is freedom, where you will embrace challenges, persevere in the face of failures and setbacks, find inspiration in others' success, accept criticism as a way to learn, and look for people who challenge you to grow. And this focus is on the process and learning without worrying about the outcome. And this often leads to collaboration and innovation. So ultimately, as we talked about, this mindset can be shifted and altered and cultivated in a new way. So I think that this definitely goes back to our whole conversation about how we view the world around us and how our capabilities can be formed. Because when we have that fixed mindset, we can get stuck believing that, you know, we are what we are. Anything that we have already built up in ourselves, like we're kind of just not really allowing ourselves to grow or build up into something new. But when you have that growth mindset, you have the ability to understand that you are constantly learning and growing and developing and forming yourself into the highest, greatest, fullest potential that you have. One thing to discuss is the little voice that's inside all of our heads that seems to plant that first seed of doubt. Anytime we want to try something new or if we're about to experience a new event or anything that's going to put us maybe a little bit out of our comfort zone. I've been reading a lot of different articles and trying to understand why it seems that our brains are almost wired to have this bit of a negative response anytime we try to do something out of ourselves or anytime we want to try to start something new to take on a new task whether it's I know we talk about starting new jobs a lot but even starting a new job there always seems to be that little bit of doubt that says well what if this isn't what you think it's going to be? What if the people there don't really care for you? What if you don't have this? What if you don't have that? It's always what if, what if, what if. And the thing to remember is that that little voice is in every single one of our heads. The key is to basically turn that off however you can. But not necessarily turn it off, but overpower it with those feelings of I can do this. I'm ready for this. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to go into this with, with a clear head, with my best abilities, and I'm going to give it my all, and I'm going to risk it if I have to, but I'm going to make this my own. As I said, it's something to understand why our brains work the way they do. The key is to have this built-up mindset where you are shifting from a negative to a positive, where you take that self-doubt and all those feelings of inequality, and the second that voice starts, you match it and then overpower it with those thoughts of, I have this, I can do this, I'm strong, I have the capabilities, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be, and I'm going to make this exactly what I want it to be. For every single person, they have their own way of motivating themselves, of jumping into something and finding that within themselves the power to do what they have to do. It's important to remember that voice of doubt, it is always going to be there. So what I want everyone to remember is that you're not necessarily going to get rid of that voice, but it's answering that voice 
when it comes up and responding with a positive response and turning that in your head before that self-doubt just completely defeats you and takes you away from what you're trying to do. Earlier in the podcast, I mentioned how I have been learning how to golf. And I'll be honest that along the way, I have, as Jordan said, began feeling thoughts within myself of doubt just by, you know, looking at the people who are around me at the golf range, just how far they can hit the ball and how they know, you know, the techniques behind the swing. And instead of letting it discourage me, I just have to think to myself, yeah, I am having this thought right now, but I'm going to choose to replace it with something positive. And it definitely goes back to how you shift your mindset and being aware of the thoughts that are coming into your mind and knowing that you have the power and the ability to replace and override those negative self-doubt thoughts because those things drive your life. At the end of the day, I think we all have to remember that there's going to be a thousand reasons to not do something. But even if there's a thousand reasons, they can be the smallest, teeniest things. That little bit of self-doubt that comes into your head is going to tell you over and over all the reasons why you shouldn't do this. And all it takes is one good reason why to counter every single one of those reasons. So to bring everything together, something that we've discussed in a lot of podcasts is knowing your why. That deep, deep reason why you want to do something. Why do you want to look for more? Why do you want a new job, a new career? Why do you want to get more healthy? Why do you want a new relationship? If you can find the why, that will counter any bit of self-doubt, any bit of negativity that comes into your mind. So for anyone listening, find your why. Why do you want to do this new thing or learn this new task? And I promise that that why is going to be what gets you through the day and gets you through those hard times. And when you stick with it long enough, that why it's going to lead you to the exact place that you're meant to be. Yeah, I love that. The why definitely drives you in the times where you feel like giving up. Because like I said, all of these things along the way, there will be times when you feel like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not really progressing how I would have wanted to. And just reminding yourself when you have that deep underlying why is the driving force behind keeping you going and keeping you motivated. And when you wake up in the morning you know, when you don't feel like going to the gym and working out, you know, remind yourself of that why. Even if you have to write it down and put it by your bed or in your bathroom, just as a constant reminder, knowing that there is something greater and that you are coming into this for a greater purpose in your life. Like J.K. Rowling, Vera Wang, Harlan Sanders, they all took a first step into the unknown to try something they had in their hearts to do. Today, we encourage you to join us, no matter where you are right now in life's journey. The world needs more people to step out from comfort and give this life all they've got. Whether it be to go back to college to start a career you've always wanted or lead a workshop to educate others. Whatever this looks like for you, know that you have everything within you to make it happen. We are right here with you trying new things for the first time and cheering you on along the way too. We'd love to hear from you about what you have in your heart to do. Send us a message on social or email hello at forthegood.com. And be sure to hit subscribe on this podcast so you can catch our upcoming For the Good episodes. Have a great day, everyone, and make today count. Thanks for joining us at the For the Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Good Official and our blog at forthegood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, 
but for the good of the world.